kind of feel like this is a good time for the Sabonis talk because DA. Yeah, is, yeah, you know, we, because it's it's already kind of spilling into it. So yeah, you know, a, lo- a lot of people uh, think that DA. You know, so so we'll, we'll start with this. Okay, so our buddy Flex from Jersey, one of the really good, uh, uh, you know, friends of the podcast. He said he can now he can now confirm. He tweeted this out yesterday. He can now confirm the Suns are indeed having conversations with the Indiana Pacers about a deal sent around Demontis Sabonis before the Thursday trade deadline. The Pacers' power forward slash center and two-time All Stars, averaging 19 points, 12 rebounds, five assists on 58% field goal and 32% from three this season. Uh, obviously, when when Flex tweeted this out last night, Suns Twitter went. It went crazy. It went burning on fire. You know, Suns Geek makes a video about it because it had to do with the Phoenix Suns, and that's what he does. So, you know, everybody has their opinion on DeMontis Sabonis and how that deal would work. Because you have to start with step one. So I'll I'll go through some some questions, and we'll kind of mm-hmm. have we'll, – we'll conversate this out, Matthew. You know, step one, what kind of deal to the, Indi- the Indiana Pacers would allow the Suns to have DeMontis Sabonis? What kind of deal did I have? I, the one I saw that would make sense, I don't think DA would ever get traded. Okay. Just to state that. I mean, I, as I just said, it's up to DA to take us to the championship and win it all. So, yeah, you can maybe pair him next to DA, but the actual deal would just be like the Dario Saric, uh, the Sticks, the Nader, if that's possible, and then the Shamit. Yes, those four that's, guys. That's, that's the, the deal one. that I saw. But I am I heard today, too, even on Twitter, that, I don't know. I think NBA.com released it that Fox was even an option traded to force a bonus. They'd have, they wanted no part of that. So I don't think you can give the Indiana Pacers a Saric and a Shamit, you know, if they're not even going to take Fox. Whether or not you like Fox, I think he's a better asset than the guys we wouldn't give up. And you just can't give up DA, right? Well, yeah. So starting with what you said, I think that that's absolutely right. Anything that we would give the Indiana Pacers, if it was that deal that everybody, you know, once everybody heard that, they ran right to the trade machine. Let me punch in some guys here. Oh, well, look here. We can give up Jalen Smith, Dario Sarch, Landry Shaman, Abdul Nader, uh, maybe a, a pick or two, and we can get to Montes Sabonis. Perfect. Yeah, this makes sense. The math works. The trade machine is green. It says successful. Let's do this. And then Logic has to punch you right in the face and be like, hold on. Sabonis is worth a ton of mo- a, a ton on the trade market. There's teams who are lining up to put deals together. Uh, he he will end up on another team before the trade deadline. Before Thursday, Demontis Sabonis will not be playing in Indiana. The Suns don't have a deal that is that sweet that they can give them relative to what everyone else can give them. And you make that point. The Sacramento Kings talked about bringing him in for De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox is better than every one of those guys I just named. Yeah. Every one of them. Okay, so you have to kind of get that out of your head. And then you start to go, okay, well... What would make sense? Well, then you can start to put the DA name into the trade, and that makes more sense. You put DA in a trade, and you put you know uh, a, a Dario Saric or a uh, a Nader slash Shamit combo, maybe plus a pick. Now it's something that's at least a little bit more appealing to the Indiana Pacers, and that's where you lose me because there's no way, shape, or form that I'm trading DeAndre Ayton for DeMontis Sabonis for anybody in the league. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me right now. He's too big. Uh, uh, he, he, the, the role that he plays on this team is perfect. He's a big guy who can play offense and defense. He doesn't demand the ball. DeMontis Sabonis demands the ball. 
right? I mean, how many touches does Sabonis get uh, a game in an effort to score the, the amount of points that he scores? You know, currently this season alone, you know, he's he's averaging almost 13 field goal attempts per game. So, you know, you take that and you look at the, the way that the Suns have been built out this season uh, with obviously T.A. not playing a bunch, you know, but he's averaging about 11 touch or shots a game. Right. So it, it might not feel like a huge difference, but at the same time, you're not going to get this, the defensive effort from him either. So there's no way that you would even explore trading DeAndre Ayton for Sabonis, right? No, no, absolutely not. And so then if you're not going to trade DA, then you get Sabonis and Sabonis is on our team. Let's just say it happens because honestly, yeah, on paper, or we talked about it earlier on paper, it looks really, really good. Sabonis yes. is a good asset. It seems like something the Warriors, when they would just get anybody that was a free agent or in a trade deadline, the Warriors would go get that guy that's an all-star. So it's like, why not? Why, why would the Suns just add this guy? Um, he'll, he'll add... I mean, what he does basically offensively, he does everything. He's so versatile. He doesn't shoot the three well, of course. So that's where that kind of sucks because I think if you're looking at the future of what we're going to do with the power forward position, that's Cameron That's Cameron Johnson. I think we're all on the same page 100%. It's going to be Cameron Johnson. He plays well next to DA, who DA plays really good in the paint. He does everything well offensively, right? Very, very efficient. And he's going to be a good passer. He's already a pretty decent passer. He has more confidence in himself to pass the ball out. And what Cameron Johnson does is help spread the floor more. But also Sabonis, he's he's a facilitator too. And like let's say if he was traded to the Suns, mm-hmm. he would take up, you know, minutes of Jay Crowder, minutes of Cameron Johnson. Uh, if we, we traded for him, it would be a piece that would keep in the future. And then, of course, I was listening to Dave King this morning too, and he doesn't play good at the power forward position. And, you know, he plays just he's he's a good center. And that might be true, but then also, I don't know, DA is such a weird, he's a different kind of breed down there um, at the center position. Maybe it might work, but then I don't know if you really want to chance that. There's just so many different directions, dude, that you can go with this thing. And I I would love to have Sabonis. I just think that right now it's going to take away from the future. It's going to take away from now. You don't know how it's going to work with Aiden. Um, Of course, Aiden's a guy that's going to give everyone on the team a shot to have the ball, to shoot the ball, to pass the ball to another teammate. He doesn't care, you know, as long as the team's winning. So that's good to have that. Chemistry-wise, it sucks, I guess. But then also, like, in the chat, too, I do see this a lot where Sabonis is a guy that's a good stats guy, right? He he doesn't win games. That was Devin Booker before, too. Doesn't play defense. That was Devin Booker. Booker's improved his defense. Sabonis can improve his defense. Sabonis can probably win. He's he's a fighter. He wants to win games. He's just in a bad situation right now. So I think any team he goes to, he's going to automatically help right away. And if the Suns were to get him, they wouldn't trade DA. They wouldn't ruin the chemistry. They're not going to do anything to hurt this franchise at getting their first title ever. And I don't think we have to worry about that, dude. If we do get him, we might just have to give up some scraps for him, which I'm all for that too. Yeah, I just think... As you prepare to make a deep run into the NBA playoffs, the Phoenix Suns at this point shouldn't be trying to overhaul the roster because that's what bringing in DeMontis Sabonis would do. You would have to overhaul the roster. You'd have to negate a lot of the team chemistry that's allowed your team to be successful. You need to be looking for fringe players that fill some needs, uh, not only to get us to the playoffs, who could potentially be productive in the playoffs, but might just be depth pieces in the playoffs when injuries do occur. 
because that's what ultimately lost us the championship last year. We didn't have depth in the right position. It's something that you and I talked about numerous times this time last year, right before the trade deadline, about what this, we felt the Suns needed uh, to address and players who they could get either via trade or in the buyout market. And ultimately, it was the the acquisition that they didn't make at the trade deadline slash buyout market that cost them a championship, in my opinion. You know, I take a look at this team and I identify the weaknesses and our strengths. And our strength, obviously, our number one strength is our chemistry. Our number two strength is the cerebral way in, to, in which this team plays. You have to, if you're overhauling this this roster, if you're bringing in Devontae Sabonis, you are going to give up a lot of that. So I just, I, I'm in the same boat. Uh, you know, I asked Dave King, I'm like, hey, can I just write an article for Bright Side of the Sun? It says, should the Suns trade for Devontae Sabonis and just have the article say no? And that'd be the whole article. <laughs> uh, he didn't respond to that one, but that maybe. Maybe I'll ask him again because I think it'd be kind of funny. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't think they should. You know, I honestly don't think they should. I love Demonte Sabonis, and you're right. It's a flashy trade. It looks great on paper, but that's an that's a tra uh, a transaction that a team like the Mavs would make, right? A team like Boston would make, and I think that the, those are the two teams that we most likely will see him on because they're teams that are right in the middle. And they are looking to make that big splash to help push them over the edge, to get them a competitive edge against teams like the Phoenix Suns, because they know they can't beat the Suns right now. You know, and in Boston, overall, you know, they can't beat the Sixers right now. But you get a Sabonis to play with the, you know, Jalen uh, Brown and Jason Tatum, and it, it boosts them. It gives them a, a competitive edge that they might not have already seen. We already are co unbelievably competitive. You know, Royce just says it in the in the chat, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And that's kind of where I'm at. You know, so that being said, like, I do want us to still shore up some of our fringe players, if you will. You know, I'm big on the mm -hmm. Josh Hart trade, you know, trade yeah. for Josh Hart, give, give up Shamit, get Josh Hart. I think that's a good, you know, uh, transaction that could assist this team, not only offensively, but definitely defensively uh, mm -hmm. makes us a lot more versatile. You know, there's other players out there. You know, Eric Gordon's a big one that people want. I think that Eric Gordon's a great pickup if the Suns can get him uh, in the buyout market. I doubt that'll happen, but if it does, I think that'd be great. But, you know, DeMontis Sabonis, uh, I I'm not sure if that's the right way to go. And, you know, after Flex put that tweet out, and it, it blew up all over Twitter, uh, he responded after he says, I don't think the Suns will make a deal for Sabonis at the moment, but my sources have confirmed that the teens have had discussions recently with the Pacers being super motivated to move Sabonis by Thursday. Uh, I also am told that multiple teams atop the West are in and Sabonis. So, I mean, we know Flex. We know he has sources inside the Phoenix Suns. He's the one who broke the CP3 trade before, you know, two weeks before the national media even picked up on it. Uh, and, you know, he's reporting what he's hearing. And this is a time where we don't need to trash him for saying what he's saying or trash him if he's wrong. He's saying exactly what he's hearing. Yeah, the Suns are talking about Sabonis. Why wouldn't they be talking about Sabonis? If you're James Jones, why aren't you at least picking up that phone call and hearing him out? Like, that's that that that's doing your job correctly, right? Yeah, and honestly, what Flex needs to do, he, he has to get on that level of Bill Simmons now where Bill Simmons will tweet stuff out and leave Twitter alone, right? Yeah, man. Do the tweet. Leave it alone. You know, you have your good followers. There's, there's the supporters and then the negative talk, but the negative talk is always there right away. It's it's just constant. Like it's it's from the top to the oh, bottom in the comments. You have to ignore it. Like just your, his stuff is so good. Leave it out there and just let it go. Like just let it go. And I hate that he has to like release a video to explain stuff. And like, you know what? 
everything he's talking about just it makes sense right it makes sense that this is going to be a big time because the Suns are make or break this year to win a championship. Whatever they mm-hmm. do over the next few weeks with the trade deadline is going to be crucial to how they perform in the playoffs. Remember, just like last year, we talked about all the time. The one guy that we needed maybe is McGee. There's always going to be one guy we're going to look back. If a team gets the bonus and we have to play them in the playoffs or something, it's like, oh, man, we could have maybe had some bonus. Maybe he could have been this spot. And it might be kind of cool, too, uh, if you did something <laughs> like you have Sabonis and Aiden. You know, two guys that can kind of cut, that can pass, two yeah. big dudes down yeah. there. I'm in the. It'd be interesting. It would be kind of cool. Like that's the one thing. If you don't have to give up Aiden and he played beside him, it's not like he's a big dummy in the middle. You know, Aiden's not that guy. He can, he can figure things out. And I just I, that would be kind of cool. So I'd be excited. I think it's more realistic though that the Suns trade Aiden for Zion Williamson than we get Sabonis on this team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, J, J. A. Macias awesome. in in the in the chat says flex is like oh it's happening then like oh i said maybe lol he's good but he moves the goalpost a lot here here's where again i'll defend no. my buddy flex you guys aren't reading his shit right you're no. reading it and then interpreting the way that you want to and then when it's not what you want it to be you're saying he moves the goalpost again quote I confirm the Suns are indeed having conversations with the Indiana Pacers about a deal surrounded around Demontis Sabona before the Thursday trade deadline. And then he says his stats. At no point did he said the Suns are this is happening. He says they're having yeah. conversations about it. And then he's saying, I and then he, you know, his next thing he's like, I don't think they're gonna make a deal, but I'm letting you know that they're still having conversations about it. What essentially the reporting that he's providing you is he's saying, Hey, there your team isn't sitting by idly. As we all sit here and go to the trade machine and coming up with all these different ideas, our team isn't sitting by idly. Know that James Jones is having these conversations about the top stars and all the people that you're thinking about. He's having those conversations. So again, you need to read what he's saying. Read what what Flex is saying, and I agree with you. I love you, Flex. You don't have to go on YouTube and put out videos, explain what you're saying. Put your shit out there and fucking close the app, man. Woj isn't sitting there explaining everything that he has to do. But again, you know, <laughs> yeah. But again, that's exactly that's just flex. You know, he loves this fan base. Mm-hmm. Uh he's a great resource for this fan base uh, because he has those inside tracks and he gives us information. It's it's great to have him as a, a conduit to this team. We shouldn't have to beat him up for it. And I, I feel like I have you know- to do this from time to time is tell everyone to like lay off flex man. Like he's a great resource uh especially if you're a member of the Phoenix Suns fan base. It's the same thing every year with with Flex having to defend himself. It sucks. And you know what? One guy you probably can trash. I don't like to trash on people at all. It's Brian Windhorst again. If you ever watch him on ESPN come on and talk about trade deadline stuff, He's it the makes worst. no sense. It makes no sense. It is, it's the worst information you can ever get. It misleads you to everything. Everyone's getting traded. Maybe someone's into somebody. Who knows? But yeah, Flex... He has his updates. Things change all the time, too. Like, you know, it's just that quick in the NBA, especially around the trade deadline. So it might go back and forth. Who knows? But at least he's giving us information behind the scenes of what's going on. That's that's awesome news right there. I want to know what they're looking at. And James Jones has to know what other teams are doing, too. Who else is looking at Sabonis, you know? So, yeah, stay on the phones.